We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So as we creep closer and closer to week one of the Ravens' regular season, pundits around the league are getting their last-minute bold predictions in. Yeah, and that includes former Ravens backup quarterback Robert Griffin III and former Saints head coach Sean Payton. I'm Bobby Trossett alongside my partner Sarah Ellison. It's Wednesday, September 7th, and this is your morning Ravens vault. If you think that there is a fracture between the Ravens and Lamar Jackson because a contract hasn't been signed, you'd be wrong, at least according to the newest report. And the Ravens signed a veteran outside linebacker to support what is a very thin position group as we've discussed at length in recent weeks. Who are they bringing in and what will he bring to the table? We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, which is now available on YouTube where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, you know what time of year it is. We're closing in on week one, so everyone's gotta get their bold predictions in. Tell us who is all in on Baltimore. Yeah, Sarah, you know I hate predictions, which is why I left our 53-man roster educated guesses episode alone. But... I can report on who's saying what. So let's begin with former Raven Robert Griffin III, who is crushing his post-football chapter as an analyst. My pick to win the Super Bowl is the Baltimore Ravens. I believe they are on a revenge tour, not just Lamar Jackson, right? He wants to remind everybody, just in case they forgot, that he's the most dynamic offensive weapon in the league, right? That's running, throwing, whatever you want. He's going to remind the guys of that. But their defense also struggled last year. They were 32nd in the league against the pass. And I think that's going to have them have a chip on their shoulder. They're healthy now. Uh, They missed the playoffs last year after 26 guys went on IR. I think they're going to come out with a vengeance and actually get it done in the playoffs this year. So RG3 continues to ride with the Ravens and, of course, his guy, Lamar Jackson. But he's not the only notable pundit who's believing in Baltimore. I think that's going to be a team that I'd pick to to be playing in, uh, in Arizona at the end of the year. I like The way that team looked, I'm a big fan of John Harbaugh's. We've worked together before. That's who I think comes out of the AFC and plays. I'm still trying to figure out the NFC, but that was an impressive roster. And and I think, uh, you know, they're a lot healthier. Their training camp's gone a lot 
a lot better. Last year, they were banged up, I know, quite a bit. That was former Saints head coach Sean Payton. But, Bobby, do you think he's just trying to get back in the good graces with Ravens Nation? Sarah, are you referring to the Ravens-Cardinals preseason game? He worked for Fox as an analyst a couple weeks ago, you know, when he implied that Baltimore was hoping to sneak rookie tight end Isaiah Likely onto the practice squad when, let's be honest, He'd been far and away their most explosive playmaker through training camp and preseason. Yeah, I could see that being the case. Yeah, me too. But still to come here on The Vault, how Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have strategically gone about keeping things in-house in the midst of his unprecedented contract negotiations. Stay tuned. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So an interesting phenomenon has developed among those watching and reacting to the negotiation process between the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. The longer it takes for the two sides to strike a deal, the more people speculate that there must be some sort of fracture in their relationship. But a recent report indicates that that's not the case at all, right, Sarah? Yeah, that's exactly right. And the speculation makes sense based on some past negotiations in the NFL. Because look, it's not unheard of for players to take it personally when a team doesn't value them the same way they value themselves. And that's been one of the big media talking points, Bobby, about why Lamar Jackson should get an agent, right? They say Jackson should have an agent because said agent can act as a buffer. Okay, so for example, you can apply this to guaranteed money. If Lamar Jackson believes he's a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson, then it would make sense that he feels he deserves not only a fully guaranteed contract, but a bigger fully guaranteed contract than Watson. But if the Ravens don't believe Jackson is worth a fully guaranteed deal, then they have to explain that to him. And it's natural to think things could go south really quickly. Jackson or any other player could be offended. But according to reporter Dan Graziano, that's just not the case. And he reports that there is no issue in their relationship. People would make a mistake to think that because the contract isn't done, there's some issue with the relationship between player and team. There's not. I, I, to the point where uh, I've, I've been told by people there that, that he, Lamar Jackson, has actually had conversations with John Harbaugh, with the GM Eric DaCosta, about their press conferences and what they're going to say uh, and how to stay on message with all this. So, look, they, they disagree on the contract. He wants more guaranteed money than they're willing to give him. I, I think we, we've reached that point, and, and I don't know uh, 
you say we're inching closer to his deadline, we may already be there. They have a practice tomorrow. Like that, That's the regular season. He may want this out. He, 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 no agent, so he has to negotiate this himself right. while he plays. He doesn't want to do that. So, But I, I think He's okay with this not getting done now and going into next spring and picking this up again. That's that's a key part of his negotiating leverage is that he's okay with that. So all of the stuff that we've seen on social media the last couple of weeks, the tweets, the no, they didn't, that did not indicate or was not a real indicator that he's unhappy. I think he's trying to have some fun with us all. I, I think he enjoys that people would react that way to this stuff. You got a little Aaron Rodgers troll going on. Yeah, with that a little, bit, a little, a little, a little <laughs> more lighthearted maybe than that. But <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Good point. <laughs> Sarah, that's a fascinating soundbite. To think that on one hand, the two sides can't agree on his value as a quarterback, but on the other, they still remain on good enough terms that they can agree on their messaging to the world about their disagreement is kind of impressive. At the same time, do you think that might be a little too good to be true? That is exactly what host Mike Greenberg wondered. So he posed that question to Bart Scott, who we all know used to be a player for the Ravens, and witnessed the team go through similar negotiation processes with other franchise players. Here's Greenberg and Scott. They can be talking about what we're going to say in the press conference at the end of the day. If we don't have a deal, because I'm not giving you as much money or whatever it is you think you deserve, and I'm still asking you to be my entire football team, that feels like a problem waiting to happen to me. It's not. I'm telling you, Baltimore's a unique place. I mean, I witnessed Ray Lewis go through this where he held out, Peter Bower held out. The relationship still was fine. They understand that you can separate the business. You know, John Harbaugh has nothing to do with the direct uh, you know, uh, contract negotiations with Lamar Jackson. So that relationship with him and his teammates are just fine. Yeah, Sarah, Bart Scott isn't the first former Raven to praise the franchise like this, as you just heard. So it's certainly believable that they are unique enough to pull this off. But at the same time, does Jackson deserve some credit on this front as well? Yeah, absolutely. You want to talk about unique? Jackson is one of the most unique players I've ever covered since I came into the NFL 17 years ago. And I'm not just talking about his playing style that's unique. We're seeing it with his business style, too. He's able to hold strong to what he believes he's worth without letting the noise get to him and without letting the Ravens' disagreement get to him. He's still putting football first. And that fact, that fact just baffles outsiders. So many people are telling him that he should hold out. So many people believe he still will hold out. But Bobby, they just don't know Lamar. He's different and they don't understand different. In fact, if you don't want to take Graziano and Scott's word for it, just listen to teammate Mark Andrews, who also explains how Jackson is just different. Man, Lamar approaches, you know, football in a, in a different light. You know, he's a focused dude. He cares about winning. Everything that's happened this offseason with the contract and stuff like that, you know, no one's even no one's even heard anything about it from him. So um, he's a true pro, you know, treats it the right way. You know, he cares about this team, you know, this year. Um, and what we can do. So I know Lamar's locked in. I know he's focused and um, he's not going to let any of that contract stuff or anything like that, you know, affect his play. All right, Bobby, we've talked about it ad nauseum. The Ravens have a thin outside linebackers room with only Odafe Owe and Justin Houston on the active roster. But It sounds like the Ravens have signed a reinforcement. Yeah, but it's probably not the reinforcement, honestly, Sarah, that fans were looking for. But nevertheless, 
The Ravens did sign veteran Kyler Fackrell to their practice squad. This is according to the NFL Network. He's now set to join fellow outside linebacker Stephen Means on the practice squad, and now both are eligible to be elevated to the active roster on game days if, of course, the Ravens choose to do so. Right. We had heard that the Ravens had Fackrell in for a workout Monday, so they must have liked what they saw. What can you tell us about him? Well, he's a seven-year vet that was originally selected by the Packers in the third round of the 2016 draft. He spent four years in Green Bay before signing with the New York Giants in 2020 and then with the LA Chargers in 2021. So he has plenty of experience with 86 games, 19 starts under his belt, along with 23 and a half sacks. And even just last year, he notched three sacks, one pass defensed, one forced fumble, and one fumble recovery with the Chargers. So there is ability there. Yeah, it sounds like the Ravens, like a lot of the players being cut by the Las Vegas Raiders, Bobby. They first signed wide receiver Demarcus Robinson after he was waived by them. And then last week, the Ravens picked up running back Kenyon Drake. And now, Fackrell. Yeah, I think you're onto something there. Fackrell originally signed with Vegas in March, but was placed on season-ending IR for an undisclosed injury this past July. So now, just over a month later, he's been released. So it kind of seems odd that Baltimore would sign an injured player, which I guess gives you confidence that his workout likely included a physical with team doctors, and they appear to be comfortable with what they saw. And before we jump, some other quick news items that you need to know. Beginning with Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin confirming that Pittsburgh is indeed riding with Mitch Trubisky as its starting quarterback. Man, we're just really comfortable with what Mitch has shown us. Um, he's a guy that came to us with, with franchise quarterback experience, if you will. He's comfortable in those shoes. He's been the focal point of a football team in an organization before. He's had success in doing so. Like I mentioned, when we acquired him, he took the Bears to the playoffs two out of four years. He has a winning record as a starting quarterback. Uh, those things were attractive to us. Uh, his athleticism and mobility were attractive to us. Um, he took care of the football in stadium. And if you're wondering what it would cost if the Ravens were to apply the franchise tag to Lamar Jackson instead of signing him long-term, according to salary cap website Spotrack, an exclusive franchise tag in 2023 currently calculates to $45.4 million, and then it would be $54.4 million in 2024. So over the next three years, that would equate to $122.8 million. And for context, that would come in at just $1 million less than what Russell Wilson's new contract gives him at $124 million for the next three years. And finally, Ravens kicker and opera singer Justin Tucker made a cameo in the NFL's 2022 kickoff hype video.
Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged in to all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our show, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. We can also be reached by email via Baltimore Ravens Vault at gmail.com. And as of this week, the Ravens Vault podcast is now available on YouTube. So consider subscribing to our channel ahead of week one. All you have to do is pull up YouTube and search Ravens Vault podcast. And that's all the time we've got today, but we will be back Thursday morning with the Ravens news you need to know. So come on back and start your day with us here on the Ravens Vault. Ah!